Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. 26 years, I am. Everyone says, oh, it's a dry yeah. heat. But it ain't no dry heat. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a dry heat, like an oven. If I feel like I'm about to sweat, Jeff's grabbing a jacket. Gotta make you sweat. Oh. Oh, oh. I don't know the rest of it. I don't either. Girl, I'm gonna make you sweat. Oh, humidity's not that bad. Especially when you have a shower. And if you cry, I'm gonna push you some. Yeah. Wow. Uh, kind of looking at my eyes. Wow. Jeff, I'm going to make you sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sweating. I'm actually a little chilly right now. <laughs> little chilly is my uh, my rap name. <laughs> Andy Shrinkage. Yeah. Yeah. A little chilly. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 415. I am yeah. Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Andy. <laughs> you, you guy, uh, Maple Leaf Matt, and we're here to talk weekend. <laughs> wait, wait, photo, photo. Yeah. <laughs> photo oh. oh man! Oh, gentlemen, now everybody's here. Seen, uh, boy, boy, this is going to start without me even reading. I can't talk. Wow! Everybody here has seen Justice League. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. So we will talk spoiler talk at the end of the episode. Into so, the shoe. So if you haven't seen it yet out there, Shock Monkeys. Superman uh, lives. We'll tell you when to stop and then <laughs> spoilers. enjoy this once you've seen it. So Okay, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. Some fine Ramones right there. Yeah. Well, the song, I don't know about the your song. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, come the, on. the song, yes, the his rendition, Ugh. not so much. I don't know. I think Andy has a punk rocker voice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I was more struck like Ann Murray on that one, but all right. <laughs> I don't want to be married in a pet cemetery. <laughs> don't want to wow. be married? Yes, well, she's, she had the chins when flying for Canada. Oh. Yeah. No, Ch- you say chins for Canada? Yes, she had more chins in for Canada. Wow, we, none of us can talk tonight, can we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for one of you... it. No. Yeah, no. no. Actually, it's both. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Aside from Justice League, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Well, oh, does he have something? No, I was I was busy cleaning my house, getting ready for the 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 Thanksgiving that neither of you two showed up for. But that's cool. <laughs> we showed up. I said these two. Well, you're indicating and people. And then he did people a vague thing. thing with his yeah, hand to the, to the whole room. Well, you were there. It's well, maybe you weren't there because you dropped everything. You broke some stuff. Um, you I broke some the same. Stuff. Stuff oh my you god, broke. that was uh, so awesome! I broke the same thing you broke. Wait, wait, wait. We were there. <laughs> Back we were, up. We were there. We were at Paulette and Matt's for game night Thanksgiving, and we were there like five minutes, and we're at the appetizer table bar. Yeah. Oh, you had an appetizer bar? Yeah. Oh, I had everything. With, with, with little bits yeah. of meat and crackers and, and cheeses. some fruit and some... Glorious. Whatever the heck. Cheeses. To di- uh. dip it in. It was just great. And Andy's at the table, and I hear this... <laughs> and I look at him, and he's holding the cheap disposable plastic tongs in his hand with his back to everybody, and he looks at me like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I chuckled. There was no way I could keep that a secret. I just died laughing. <laughs> and you hear Matt across the room. What, 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 were you like, really? Or were you like, what? <laughs> Something what was like that. Like, you've been here two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you've... Spilled slash broke slash dropped something. <laughs> and then he goes to the table, and I, I have my back to the table, and I hear this. And then I hear Matt, did you drop something? <laughs> and Andy's under the table. <laughs> yeah, I'll get that. And he's picking up a plate and so It's forks. not a bit, folks. He actually does this. <laughs> Gravity is 12 degrees to the side for me. (laughs) I don't think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what games you play? One of my favorites that I actually forgot about, Guillotine. I like that one. Oh, Guillotine is great. Yeah, I need to get that one. In a galaxy far, far away. And then we played um, Robot Robot Lab. Yeah, Robot Lab. Yes, we did. How was Robot Lab? That was the game that was sent to us last week. Need some tweaking. So whoever made it, if you're listening... You guys are listening. I don't know how many people made it. You guys, I guess, a it's, team of people. It's, it's not hopelessly broken, but it needs some adjustment. Oh, yes. There's way too many screw you cards. There's only eight. But when you're playing with five people, that means that the chances are one or two people have the card that makes uh, everybody lose the their second to last part. And so you're always stuck on that whoa, second to last whoa, part. Whoa, 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 Start over. Kay's going to explain it all. He's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Let the game master the speak. The last part. You know, because yeah. everybody understands You're that. You're building a robot. You're building a robot. You start, it's a card game. You start with a card that is your robot body. It's based on color. You then have to get two arms, two legs, and a head, the same color, to build your robot. First person to build their robot wins. There's also wild rainbow. Yeah, they're rainbow use. colored cards. There's one card that's a rainbow head, arm, leg, so it's literally any piece. It's a huh. wild card. The screw you card is player with the most uh, whose robot has the most parts has to uh, detach <clears throat> or scrap a part. Detach means you put the part back in your hand. Okay. Scrap means you put it in discard. Oh, and not only that, there's also a player's card where everybody who has a, who the, the players with the most. So yeah, Andy has four. I have four. K has four. Someone play like Steph or Paulette plays that card. We all three of us all lose of a part do. of our robot, right? And that's okay. one of the neat things is the 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 screw you card is is pretty much exclusively the person or persons in the lead get to eat it. Okay, so it's not like kind of like know, that. It's not like our favorite tactic of keeping Andy down by right. beating oh, okay. up on right. him even if he's losing already. Right, but um, <laughs> it 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 just kept the game going forever because all of us usually had at least one of those cards so every time someone was one away from winning they'd get hit we we need to experiment with it and try it with half of them or none of them or yeah yeah well i think one of the things is that we played with the full complement of five people and that's part of what kept so many cards in circulation in play Okay. With fewer people, it actually might work out easier. And there are cards to counter the action of, you know, scrapping or detaching, but there are not a lot of them. So it, it's, it was diff- – we actually uh, – Stephanie? Yeah. Stephanie won 
I could have stopped her, though. And we could have yeah. stopped her, but we were like, maybe we should just let her win. And, okay. And mm-hmm. we finished. So I believe somebody read the rules and said there's a kid's version of the game, which is essentially you take out the screw you cart. Yeah. All right. So and first they, one they, to finish the robot They just build wins. their robot. And uh, we agree that that would probably make a nice kid's game. Yeah. Uh, with some of the screw cards, it might make a decent game. We'll experiment, but it, it's it's, a, it's fun. It's just impossible to win at the moment. All right. What else did we play? Fair that was assessment. it, right? Uh, we Robot Lab. Guillotine Robot Lab. Um, Pretty sure that was it. I think that was it. Was it fish that was lit? I don't know that, that game. That was that it. Robot Lab took, took forever. A while. Yeah, because took we, a while. we also had cards against humanity and super fight, but we didn't no. get. Oh, Uno attacks. Uno attacks, of course. We played Uno attacks. That's a fun. Yeah. That's the Uno with the automated. Center. Random, yes. yes, it spits out a random number of cards or none. And um, we actually were running around. Matt and Andy eventually had the joke of Matt was uh, in Andy status or on Andy team because they both had zero points. The rest of us all had 300-something, 400-something. And you two had zero points? And those two had zero points. And then Andy played one round, one one round one one game one, one game yeah. and totally one just Damn. off of one game we had so many cards in circuit lewis and stephanie had stacks uh, as about as thick as the first joint of your pinky i mean they were just, so many cards were in circulation yeah, they that, much had a deck of their own didn't you have 600 <laughs> some odd points 600 some odd points yeah it, it, it was it we're was playing just, at 500 i got 601 yeah he yeah. just in one single game he just took it all away Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it also, looking at these Marvel cards. Oh, yeah. We played uh, X-Men Munchkin. That's which right. Which is a lot of fun. That one's a lot of fun. That yeah. one's fun. It's real. I Yeah. I'm still, the other Marvel Munchkin, I didn't care for. But X-Men. Well, no, we, yeah, X-Men. And then the other one was Marvel, which was not that fun. But yeah. what makes X-Men fun is like there's cards like Phalanx. How many electronic devices are on the table? He gets plus two. Yeah. Like right. little stuff the like blob. that. The blob. Yeah. The blob gets plus three for every soda or candy, or candy <laughs> on the <laughs> table. <laughs> That's a fun aspect. It's a, yeah. it's a fun little thing. Iceman yeah. uh, Ice is um, any water container on the On the table adds. <laughs> yeah. There's the bishop shotgun, which is a plus one, but plus three for a male player. And then Emma Frost has uh, bonuses or Against if females. you're female, yeah. so on and so forth. That one's... Neat. Unusual in Munchkin in that it's limited to four people, because the um, c- the counter thing usually you're counting with a with a ten sided die or in this one is a little card and you actually have each one has their own character with its own power. It's a little it's a little DC deck builder ish in huh. that you actually are a character who gets a little something. <clears throat> but yeah, and then most- I also played or, or I also started uh, Defenders as well, and oh, I'm okay. kind of plugging through that. Yeah, the I game, the game defenders. No, uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Defenders. Oh, defenders. this is a red letter week. Red letter uh, week for uh, Matt. He actually did stuff. <laughs> I had a lot of time off. Yeah, it's good. It's I good. need to start oh. the Punisher. That looks really good. We watched. I finished it. Yeah, Kay and I both watched it through, and it was separately. Actually, we watched the first two or three episodes together, and yeah. then our schedules schedules diverged. Schedules is split. And that is one you don't need to have watched the Defenders. No, or, in no. fact, that is one you don't need to like comics for. There is no nice. action, supernatural element. There's no uh, super science element. 
there's no superhero element at Aside all. Aside from the sheer amount of punishment it, it, right, people can right. take. But that's like any any yeah. any action sure. adventure yeah, film. It's right. like Garth Ennis's Max Run. Yeah. Nice. Kind yeah, of sort of. That was good. And, it is brutal. I mean, and, it is and, just bloody and awful and terrible things happen that make you squirm. And it ramps up. I yeah. mean, every when you watch it, every time you squirm, realize you have not yet... Begun to squirm. Yes. Yeah. Because it it builds right up to the final episode. Uh, it was fun listening to Andy. <laughs> oh yeah, because Andy was all through the through the last yeah. two episodes. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. like an Ennis run on punishment. It's yeah. hard. Well, there he was... has he has uh, night terrors over Green Arrow. So oh well, he, he's finished on this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I, I have no problem with Punisher. I mean, this is the the most I like the characters is this run this this the, the Daredevil thing and this. Other than I don't care for the character. Well, the I've said really many times so, the actor's really yeah. good and they've really handled the character in an interesting way. Yeah, that I mean, I still Andy and I talked about this a little. I still like the 1970s origin of the Punisher. It was created by a pure act of random violence that had no meaning, went nowhere, yeah. meant nothing. And because the mob made this mistake, they brought upon themselves this truly horrible thing. And that's not this series. It's not a real spoiler to say no. that. No. But, but, but it, it, it is still it's so well written. And Bernthal is fantastic. I don't just mean as a superhero performance. He is really incredibly good. Yeah, well, he Just, was he was one of the better things in Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but the the change you're talking about is it, sort of a change from modern times, and they actually they use it to address modern issues. So it's a it's a change like all the MCU stuff has been. It's all the changes changes from the original origin, but uh, it's a good change. I mean, I, I agree with Kay. It's a different thing from having it be a total random act, but. It, yeah, well, it's, it, it's well done. It's it it pulls together nicely. It's a different Punisher altogether. I mean, you, I actually... It's a different kind of Punisher. Well, I actually did not realize that Bernthal is so s- small. Yeah, he's not a big dude. Yeah. That guy, I mean, Sh- Shane, I don't know what it was, but Shane... It was the base. ...seemed to me uniforms. like a motherfucking <laughs> huge bastard. Right. But when he's all dressed up as the Punisher and shit, he really comes across as... a much smaller guy and frank castle in the comics he's he's taller than cat giant yeah mm-hmm. and he's also verbose compared to the 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 comic book punisher i mean he's he's got monologues and passages and talks a lot but it's all just so well done it, it's i think <clears throat> it's really funny because i bet you a lot of people would say it's not a severe departure but I think it's one of the bigger departures from a comic book character we've ever had in another medium. What about Thomas Jane and Dolph Lundgren? That kind of but, those punishers. But works works really, really. That works really, really well. Mm. I made the mistake of going to IMDb to check uh, how one of the actresses' names, find out who, who she was, and I, there was a spoiler there. Just just in looking at IMDb casually. Oh wow! So stay away from IMDb, IMDb until you finish watching it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, now going back to the defenders, um, Iron Fist mm-hmm. or Danny Rand, yeah. a lot better. Yes, he definitely improved. Like he went and got some kung fu lessons. Like yes, his, mo- uh, his, his moves Finn are Jones better. Or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, his acting is still pretty weak. <laughs> but well, is it Finn Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, his acting is still pretty weak, but the moves got a little better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he he is the weakest link of of the defenders, and he shouldn't be. He should be really. He should be much more interesting than he is. I but, played an epic game of uh, zombies. Now, yeah. what do you mean by epic game of? Uh, that's a game that takes about an hour or so. Okay. I, I played a three and a half hour game. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. All the expansions or something? No, just the basic set. Really? Uh, we're playing with newbies, but that didn't slow us down. We had five people playing, but the town layout came out weird. It's a tile-based game, so you're building the town as you're playing, and your goal was to either get to the helipad, which is one of the last tiles placed. Wait, 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 wait. You got to get to the chopper? You got to get to the chopper. You got to get to the chopper! Or Billy, have Billy, 20, run! <laughs> or have 25 zombies in your kill pile. Oh, wow. Now, if you get killed by the zombies, it doesn't kill you for forever. You just go back to the middle of the game and lose half your zombies. So we played a game where the town was laid out in such a way that it took forever to get to where the helipad was. And there's screw cards in that galore. You, have you played this? Yeah. You? Yeah. The screw you cards in that actually there's was like trip your buddy. Yes. <laughs> right. There's stuff that like allow you to move, uh, move you, move the player in a different direction. There's, there's one, just one evil card that puts you right back to the center of the game, which is great when you're like two steps away from the helipad and somebody drops out on you. Yeah. Usually well, I think it's I me. played that one time. I remember you, playing you that. Played it. Yeah. yeah. You didn't, yeah. Get, you, didn't um, you didn't love it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of I haven't, I haven't broken it out since then because of that. You guys Nothing totally breaks the Steve Biggs. And now you move here? And now you move here? Yeah, yeah I remember that here. now. Yeah. yeah. As he's Fucking <laughs> forcing Biggs. someone in an attempt to clear a path to the helipad. And he forces someone right into victory in the game. Yeah, he, he forced me to win. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. He's like, and you move here, and you move here. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh. No. No. <laughs> Lots of expansions for that game. There's a yeah, clown expansion. And I think I have most of them. He's there's got like, zombie like clowns. Seven of he's them. got zombie dogs. Yeah. Dude. Glow in the dark dogs. Now, so speaking of zombie miniatures game, there's a Walking Dead miniatures game out there. Yeah, that I played at that uh, Meepleville or one of those not, places. The the big uh, battle royale competition that they had. Oh, valleys. sure, sure. Uh, the company was just releasing it. That's actually a well constructed game. It's Is a, it? It's a skirmish miniatures game. Okay. So I just want to throw that out there. That game actually has some wheels. Yeah, it's, it's holiday season, so there's more games being played, I think. Sure. Yeah. And it's been out now for a little bit since then, so they've probably expanded a lot of characters. The game I loved that I used to play over at Millennium Fandom Bar. Hey. Now hey we didn't even where's up. that at? Didn't even 20 bucks up. right yeah. there. <laughs> um, uh, Five Minute Dungeon, which was a ah, yes. Kickstarter game, is now available on Amazon for like under 20 bucks. Ah. Merry Buy Christmas. It. Buy the damn thing. It's great. What else you do, gentlemen? I did uh, beat Wolfenstein. <laughs> you beat you. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein too. Yep. Uh, I should say I beat the the main storyline. There's a couple of uh, side missions I can go back and do, and then of course, because I got the full with the season pass, they start releasing uh, add on episodes as the year goes on. First one's up. I haven't played that one yet, but uh, did at least complete the story. Yeah. All right. That's good. I'll revisit. Not that in not in such a way that. Uh, you knew it. I games. thought it was going to go, but yeah. All right. You're pre-ordering unfinished games, then you cry and complain. Well, no, no, but I mean, it finished. The, <laughs> the storyline finished. It's not like his experience with... Uh, like I said, I'll get back to that in a minute. With with <laughs> his current gaming uh, 
fiasco, but uh, no, it finished up the main storyline, and then you have the side missions you can go on, and then the add-on stories are separate of the main storyline. Okay. Or, or I guess, enhance the main storyline. Anything else, gentlemen? I want to hear your thing about your game. Uh, so I'm going to do that after a news story. All right, fine. Uh, uh, reading the boys, as I told you guys before, this, I think. You started, I started with yes. that. I'm getting old. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> what time is it? Yeah, what time is it? Huh? Podcast? What, what happened? I, I don't know what's going on right I now. I don't know. I zoned out no, for thought, a second. Did I start with the boys? No, you, you told us about the boys before the podcast even started. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's amazing. But, uh, you just great, wait. great books. You read yeah. volume one of? I'm almost finished okay. with it. But yeah, it's good. It sounds like an Andy story. You're almost finished. <laughs> yep, yeah, I almost read The Boys. The Boys by Garth Ennis. The yes. Boys. The Boys. Soon to be. What was that on Amazon? Is that who bought it? Uh, I hope. It's definitely one of the streaming. I think so it's long, Amazon. As so long as it wasn't CW. Definitely not CW. Hey. That would be fun, though. CW couldn't handle The Boys, and you know it. No, I know they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Too well. bad, though, because whoever gets it, you know they're not going to get Simon, Simon Pegg yeah. for a little Huey. That's a shame. Which is in the comic book, Little Huey is Simon Pegg. Even more, even more than Ultimate Nick Fury yes. is Samuel Jackson. Little Huey is Simon Pegg. Yeah. Mm. And it ain't going to happen. More than John Constantine's thing? More than. Definitely Much more, more than. Much more. Wow. Hmm. Speaking of comic books, uh, nominations have uh, completed for December's book club set. The poll is up. Now, of course, December is a graphic novel month. So go on to the Geek Shock book club site and vote on next month's book. I'll probably keep that up and, and make the decision on the first. So you have till Thursday to vote. And probably like early Thursday. 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 Vote early and vote often. Yeah, this time I didn't allow for multiple votes, just one. You just get one vote. Wow. Sometimes I forget to click that, so sometimes you can get away with multiple votes, but not this week. Yep, not this time. Uh-oh. Anything else before we move on, Jens? Um, I'm trying to you? think what of something I may have done, but I don't think I did anything. You didn't do anything? <laughs> not really. Well, I think I talked I, about I, 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 I like watched. Me. I watched okay. a lot of uh, uh, ticket games being played, a lot of coin pushers. And oh, a lot of crazy Still with that? <laughs> Still? It's... It's, it's, okay, as long as I've known him, he goes through phases of obsession with a certain topic, and then it'll fade away yeah. as he moves on to the next obsession, mm. but then he'll come back around to them. Yeah. So, like, for instance, model making has been go. one obsession of his that he'll lock on to for about two or three months. When you talk to me, because he has a Babylon 5 station. That I desperately want. Oh, that he's never going to build. No, that. I know. No, you have to understand. It's not the model making is interested. It's the it's the unbuilt model collecting. He's yes, into. he has a <laughs> lot of unbuilt models. I want that like, in your next bio. <laughs> unbuilt model collector. <laughs> he doesn't care about the built models. He likes the little frames that all the shit sits in. <laughs> all the little plastic frames, everything's attached to. That's what he loves. That station I want. <laughs> like the books on my Kindle. Oh, I'm in love with. The thought of getting there. <laughs> I, I have a bookshelf of, uh, of of intent. You have a closet of models of intent. <laughs> no, he has not just a closet. I mean, hell, look at this movie collection that surrounds us. Mm -hmm. He's probably watched a quarter of these. <laughs> really? 
He he went. I just he, he bought a lot of them to watch. Okay. Like, oh, I've always wanted to see that. Buys it, puts it on the shelf, never watches it. During one of my earlier obsessions. <laughs> yeah, the DVD <laughs> obsession. Mm. That one lasted a while. Yeah, a few I years. See. Every yes. DVD release day was Tuesday. You would find me at the Best Buy. Yep. And we didn't have a fries back then. Otherwise, we've been there too. Mm. Best Buy or Blockbuster. Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or shall I say Circuit City if it yeah. dates about when this was happening. <laughs> mm. But uh, I gave away a huge amount of discs to friends and to the library. And I, I still have, I'd say, about 700 plus. Yeah. And I still remember that impulsive giveaway of the James Bond collection. That you gave to Captain Luddite. Yeah. Mm. Just as heading out the door, and he was all like, oh, wow, that's just great. And you're like, yeah, take it. And I was like, <laughs> all you had to say was, that's just great? God damn it. <laughs> I, I think I had recently bought the Blu-ray collection, so yeah. I, yeah, I had the, uh, that was uh, extra at that point. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do go through these obsessional moments. And, yes, I am deep right now into ticket games. In fact, I went to... Uh, uh, was that GameWorks? Okay, and Game played Works, yeah. played some coin pushers for the first time since I've been watching this, and it was glorious. He also absolutely to, glorious. How much did you lose? I'll twenty bucks. Mm. He also <laughs> went to a, a pizza place that he can never remember the name of. Yeah, it's like Peter Piper. Pizza. Mike's Incredible Pizza. Jonathan. Oh, the, the one in the one at uh, Boulevard Mall. Oh, you're referring to something else. Yeah, I, I for some reason I cannot remember the name of Peter Piper Pizza. Oh, okay. all the time I try to reference it. and I'm like, uh, the it's, place it's, with it's the bad just down games. the street. Then it's got it's got some ticket games. Is there one down us? Yeah, they, they opened a fairly new one in front of the Walmart. Okay, so on southeastern. I am that creepy forty year old dude <laughs> by himself. In a place with the toddlers. Mm-hmm. Pushing the toddlers out of the way. Yeah. Get out of the way. I'm very nice. <laughs> Little kids might, might come up and say, I want to play that. I'm like, all right, I'll take all my tickets and go. You go ahead, kid. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like Will Ferrell in old school. And, 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 try to only talk, <laughs> and try to only talk to their mothers or fathers because I, I don't want to be any weirder than I already am. So you go to Peter Piper to pick up moms. No, he goes there to pick up tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> he can care less about the kids or the moms. He oh, just wants to play the ticket, just, just tickets, the ticket games. And, and the sad thing is, they don't have the games I really want to play, coin pushers. But they do have one like called like NFL Rush, which is yeah. this football player that push these little like those miniature footballs that you used to see when I was like a kid. And it's just a little arm with a little post on it that moves in and out, and that's it. Yeah, you press the button, it pushes forward. The balls are going around it in a circle, oh, and yeah. each one has a number on it. That's how many tickets you win. Yep. And the thing about that sucks about Peter Piper Pizza is that their ticket rewards are very low. And their prizes are crap. Mm-hmm. But it's the closest place I can go to get my ticket fixed. There's Boulevard like, Mall has... 3000 for a ball and string. Outside the Boulevard Mall, there's <laughs> some... Mike's Incredible Pizza thing, called? or yeah. Jim's Incredible Pizza yeah. Palace, or whatever. Dom's. And I was actually complaining about it to Jeff earlier yeah. when we went to go eat. I'm like, I tried to stop there this week. Yeah. And I walked in and said, hey, can I come in and just play the games, buy a game card, and just, you know... Give me your coin pushers. And they gave me a look and they said, No, you have to buy the all you can eat thing. So oh, really? You have to buy because it's a all you can eat pizza and pasta and salad bar, oh, basically. Man. Yeah. And it's John's Incredible Pizza okay, Company. That's it. John's Incredible Pizza Company. <laughs> Not so incredible. John. 
<laughs> most common name. But you're like Mike. I was Jim. there on opening night, and the machines I saw would not have impressed you. They were all overpriced and welcome set to the tight. world of ticket games. Yeah. They're all overpriced. Yeah, no, everything was overpriced. So all the all the other games were overpriced. Then they had um, game works. Everything cost two bucks. Yeah, GameWorks is definitely overpriced. Yeah, too. yeah. They have I miss the old, I miss the old GameWorks. It was on the stri- on the strip, as opposed to the one that's in the uh, they mall on the strip. They didn't have coin pushers. I used to work at that GameWorks. Did you really? I, I was a server for a very <laughs> short time at that GameWorks. That is something I did not know at all. I almost worked there. <laughs> ah, I never worked there. No, neither did I. There it's, you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. After well, let's Trek- just let's just say the games were a lot better than the restaurant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, the restaurant sold burgers and hot dogs. What, what, what more do you need? Like in a sit-down atmosphere and uh, coconut monkeys with non-alcoholic drinks in them. That's what they sold. I'm going to say 20 years ago. I think I was still writing for um, City Life at the time. I went to the Fun Expo. Oh, which those, is, are, those are fun. Which is the... Uh, um, the it's, it's, don't encourage it's IAPA, them. right? What's that? The attractions and right. Theme it's, it's, parks. it's yeah. a convention for theme parks and mini yeah, golf it's, courses. It's now that in, kind of in stuff. Orlando. Okay. Um, yeah, they they that was the year they had the uh, the things where you shoot the coins into targets inside things, and uh, they gave me a whole bucket of quarters, and I just sat there and pumped them in, going, "Wow, this is amazing! They're going to make so much money off this. Cause this looks so easy, and it's so not." Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's funny is uh, when I worked at uh, GameWorks, I worked with a girl named Crystal, mm-hmm. and w- we recently got in touch with Crystal each other. Crystal Fox? No. No. And she now runs a podcast called Board, Ga- Board Game Blitz here in town. Oh, really? And she also is involved in running a MeepleCon it's, here in town. It's wow. Board Game Blitz. So it, we used to work with each other. Board and Game we, Blitz. Wow. We need to get some crossover going, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, board game blitz. If you want a Vegas yeah. board game, podcast. Andy has to be our representative on that episode. Yeah, for them. Yeah, because, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm a whore. I'll go. Who on else any is going to destroy their equipment? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> 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 true. We send so, out wait, 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 Andy wait. for guest appearances and kill the competition. Yeah, I was going to say, is that is that is that what we're going to do now? Send him to all of our competing podcasts. <laughs> I'm the podcast fifth columnist. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Fourth estate, fifth go column. There. <laughs> So yeah, I, I played some ticket games this week. Some coin pushers. It was like a dream come true. The Wizard of Oz coin pusher. I played the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. These are ones that kick out the cards that you can collect for big tickets. Mm. So I'll be back for more. Coin pushers are that. Those are the ones where that it it pushes the. Coins. Yeah, it's got that one one stair, stair yeah. cape that goes forward and back, and it pushes coins slowly forward and eats money faster than any other game in that. that yeah, pushes arcade. coins slowly forward towards a ramp yes. where they stack up on top of each other instead of falling off. But now yep. they made it worse because now they have the collectible cards on the top, and if those fall in, you if you collect the whole set, they're worth like five thousand tickets. Ooh. Uh, or they're worth 50 wow, each if you that, want to turn them in immediately. That's but, like but, but, a, a, a decoration for the top of your pencil, right? Mm. The, 
<laughs> five thousand tickets for five thousand tickets. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, like I'll give it to GameWorks. Get the little octopus that sits on your pencil. For GameWorks, oh. I think for like five thousand, you cannot get like uh, Walking Dead Risk. Have you been to Dave and Buster's? Mm. No, because it's on the other goddamn side of town. I bet they have coin pushers. Yeah, they, they have do. the Star Trek one. They have the uh, DC Heroes one. They have the really good ones. But mm. but yeah, only now, Andy likes to go. Now to the that cards. Part of town. <laughs> the cards you have to get the complete set, but there's always like one rare card. Yes, in the set. That's yeah, super hard to find. Because on Wizard of Oz, the, yeah. the rare one is Toto. Okay. Uh, for the uh, Squ- SpongeBob, it's the little snail. The okay. pet snail. I can't remember his name, but that's what Gary. the card is. Gary. Yeah, Gary is the rare one there. I don't uh, know if I should be impre- impressed or ashamed that you know that. Doomsday is the, the rare one on DC. SpongeBob is amazing. Okay. And... Uh, as far as the Willy Wonka, yeah, there's a Willy Wonka coin pusher too, mm. uh, and that one. And, and I don't know what the is it the Star original is. Willy Wonka movie or yes, is it original? The, okay, yeah, because because they have a brain. I bet it's Augustus. Might be. Yeah. I I can't prove it. Don't know. But all I know is they're horribly addictive, and I'm really enjoying myself right now. So yeah, that's what I did. You Just a little hop, thing. You can hop on the two fifteen and be at David Buster's in fifteen minutes. Uh, if the traffic is decided yeah, you they not, do not want to take 215 yeah, that not, day. Not, not, not during rush hour, no. Don't go on. Yeah, yeah may, maybe like late at night when they're about to close or... Noon. No. All right. <laughs> I, I, as, as much as... No. West side. Hmm. Just don't go to West Way side. northwest side. I've Way just, northwest I've side. I've just gone to the east side for the first time in 26 years. It's weird. What What drove you to the far east side? No, so I moved there. Oh, that'll yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but you're, that's a cool neighborhood you're living in. It is. I, I, I would love to live in Kay's neighborhood. Well, now that you're in Kay's house, yeah. you can uh, Hey, do who does live together? in a pineapple under the sea, by the way? Spongebob Squarepants? He didn't scream it like he's supposed to. Oh. oh. Well, he's Canadian. I don't think scream he's going to scream it, yeah. Andy. No, you're no. the only he, one who's going to scream it like he's supposed to. He only screams at hockey games. That's right. Hockey. And he only does okay. that because it's writ large rules in Canada. Well, that and when his wife punches him in the arm. Mm. <laughs> who, body, oh! who body checks in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy. Sponge Rock square pants. That's nice. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. You smell what the Sponge Rock is cooking? <laughs> uh, let's throw a piece of email out here, gentlemen. Hey, you nerdtastic weirdos that are still waiting to roll a two, even with your modifier of four. Rapid fire question. All right. Go. If you had to start a new strip club anywhere, what would the name be and what would the theme be? Andy, you can't say Millennium Fan Boob. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Just curious with the strip club talk on the other episode. Rapid fire question two afterwards, but there you go. If you had to start a new strip club anywhere, what's the name? What's the theme? Hmm. Star Horse. Science fiction. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I would call mine Porgos. Oh, nice. And it would be all furries. Sure. All oh, furries. God. I don't think you can get away with Fuck, Star Wars as, yeah. as the name of a bar. You think I don't think you can put, put whore in the name of a bar without... I, I think the city would probably yeah. step in on that one. Yeah. Especially if it was a strip club. Andy, right. <laughs> how about... Whore's d'oeuvre. <laughs> nice. There was a bar, actually a bar right around the corner here down at oh, the college. Oh, and that college. has to serve food too, okay. That's, that was named the wet spot for about a week before the city made him change it to the wet stop. <laughs> yeah, that's a little horrific. Yeah. Jeff, finger food. 
Yeah. It has, to, it has to serve finger food. Yikes. I, I, I actually, we actually came up with this shudder. years ago at one of our games. It's really funny. Cleaning up the house, I came across a bunch of notes. I forget the game it was, but it was a strip club called Don't Tell Mamas. Oh. Well, that's, that's an actual place downtown. That'd be great. I still think the library was the one library of the best library was impressive. the most creative because you could say I'm going to the library, yeah, and they actually had books there. So yeah, you yeah. could say hey, it but had it also books there. caused the extra problem in Vegas saying no, really, I'm going to the library. <laughs> Seriously, you're only, my card. only only for you. You're the only person it's, that still went to the library. That's a good point. Well, then what about ER? You're going to the ER? Yeah, mm. then they're going to insist to come with you. <laughs> yeah, then you're getting in the <laughs> heart. But, but it actually stand for the erotic room. Whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You're getting into the uh, heart attack grill territory too, yeah, where they right. where they all have the, to wear the uh the um onesies. The nurse the outfits. The ner- no, the the patrons have to wear Oh gotcha. Um body smocks, whatever the what do you, how do you call those things? The, sh- the shit they put patients in. Yeah, that body smocks yeah. Gown? Gown. Gown works. <laughs> uh the student loan. There you go. You do that student one. Loan. Student loan. <laughs> uh, you keep it put it right by the college. Yeah, the student loan. Oh, <laughs> shit. Honestly, since most of them claim to be nursing students anyways, nurse school. That actually, it's funny you say that because uh, when I was going to college, uh, there were there were two strip clubs in our town. It, well, like, technically right outside the town. Mm-hmm. And uh, Don't air quote with, you were there all the time. I was there with one of my friends one day, and <laughs> this girl comes up and recognizes me and i for the life of me i don't know who it is turns out she's in one of my film classes oh wow but because she was decked out for the club i didn't recognize her at all and it was one of the you know those weird Weird moments where you're like holy cow that's somebody i actually know when you're at the club you know so it doesn't just happen in movies yeah you gotta tip them extra five bucks if you know them jeez one of my dad's teacher friends ran into one of their former students like oh fun like 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 out, just out a year or so. It's like, hi, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> you get an A. Uh. <laughs> the worst one though was ran into um, the best friend of this girl that I was interested in, and she told her that I was there. Uh. Didn't oh. hold didn't hold it against me, but I was like, "Yeah, imagine my surprise when I yeah. ran into your friend there." But you know, there's horrible stories out there. People that ran into their sisters or whatever. There, I, yeah, I've there is a strip club here in town called Club Platinum. Okay, it's a crappy little hole in the ground, hole in the wall near the Tuscany. Hole in the ground. Hole in the ground. <laughs> I think it's still there. <laughs> it, it is, is still, still there. It is still there. It is still there. I've never been in there, but it's on one side of the parking lot of the Tuscany. On the, it's other, the size of a closet. On it the other, literally is tiny. On the other side of the parking lot is a giant condo called Platinum. Oh, wow. And the strip club was there first with that name. Oh, how funny. So somebody built that giant thing, named it Platinum, within sight of a strip club called, called Platinum. Maybe it's the owner of the strip club decided to get into real, more yeah. real estate. <laughs> and That's Todd, like, you just hit the best strip club name. That's it. The Closet. <laughs> nice. I'm going out of back in the closet. What? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've been in the closet for yeah. years. Uh, Club Platinum before it changed its name was the Tender Trap. The Tender <laughs> Trap. I remember that. I think. 
That's wow. about as bad as Play It Again Sam's, which was just a gambling establishment. No, it was, it was a restaurant. It was a Casablanca-themed restaurant. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know that because I, when I moved out here, I remember somebody telling me about it, and they said, yeah, they changed it from... Uh, it was a place we could go and you know play video poker and so forth, and now it's a strip club mm-hmm. with video poker. Right. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know bonus. it was a restaurant first. That's funny. Yeah. Um, an editor I know, female editor I know, went to have a business meeting with another woman uh, the week <laughs> the week after it switched over without knowing. Oh wow, that's as bad as that's as bad as uh, when Tommy Rockers, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like a local. Uh, drinking establishment always that been terrible. always has had like live music and stuff well in one week it went from being a locals bar to a strip club and several of my female co-workers at trek went in there to get a drink and have some food after work one day and they said that it was just bizarrely empty and they kept noticing, like, where'd all these poles come from <laughs> <laughs> and the then clues are and then these in. girls came out and started asking. They thought they were waitresses at first. Like, do you, you have everything you need? Well, at at first, no. They were wearing like bathrobes and stuff. And they said, "This is weird." Well, maybe they're doing like some kind of a bikini waiting thing because there was a place in town that used to have that. And then said, all of a sudden, they started going up on stage. That the bathrobes came off, and they were in their various stripper outfits. And then they're like, "Uh, what's going on?" And they asked the bartender. They said, "It's like, oh yeah, we uh, we just became a strip club like a couple days ago." <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the uh, what the hell was it called? The Girls of Glitter Gulch downtown that just was demolished. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just the uh, casino called a little casino called the Golden Goose, and a guy who owned the guy who owned it closed it down for remodeling on Thanksgiving weekend, like in the early eighties, and in three days took over that and the next build next building over and turned it into a giant strip club downtown without any permitting at all. Now, how could you get away with that? Um, uh, because by the time well, it was early, done... Oh, wait, wait. Early 80s, you hire a bunch of guys. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. They go, hey, so, <laughs> yeah, coming no. in here and check it out? Okay, yeah. no, we'll, we'll keep moving. All right, that's right. You keep moving. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it was an issue, but it was like it was already done, so they, it was a matter of, of yeah, them shuffling it around. They didn't make him tear it out, so... Yeah. No, that, that was there forever. Yep. I, I assumed it had been there forever, but it, it really it only actually it was late eighties. I think of it. Well, well, well. Now that we've been huh, reminiscing about right. our, strip clubs, our, yes. actual strip clubs. What about your own? Some of you already put yeah, out. Yeah, I, I came out with one. I have to change the name of. It. I did. got the student loan. Right, the student loan. I have poor goes. I had I had an idea. And I just I can't remember the name of it uh, because it was like super like a uh, superheroes and supervillains themed. So you'd have like comic art on the walls and stuff, um, and then blacklight reactive, of course, because you know strip club. Um, <laughs> of course. And then you'd have details. like all the staff would basically cosplay in between, you know, doing their dances or whatnot. But I had I had an awesome name for it, and for some reason I am drawing a blank now. I remember everything but the name that I had. Your cosplayers could be full body paint. Yeah, you could do mm-hmm. that too. But, but with nothing but, on, just body paint. Yeah. The body paint probably wouldn't go over so well if they're given lap dances, but... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, That's going to be hard to explain to the wife. But the cosplaying, yeah, that would... Because there's a lot of really awesome costumes out there now okay. that you can buy off the shelf that right. would work in a strip club. But 
All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll try it. to remember you the come name. come up with a yeah. name. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'll try to remember what the name is. Since I can't is. do Star Wars because Star right. is not going to work on his He's not going to let you. So you got a, you got a, uh, you got a room with sort of cave-like looking inside. With uh, K looking inside? Cave, cave. Oh, okay. Cave. <laughs> K, K could be there, too. It's that, fine. That, that's the feature. I'm standing that there. Is, <laughs> staring. Well, well, they are roommates yes. now. Uh, <laughs> this K is standing, staring at a way to get a lap uh, dance. It's called, uh, it's called Onlooker. You missed it. Um, onlooker. No, no, I didn't. Onlooker. Major onlooker. man, that was for you. Onlooker is the best name for that yeah. place. But no. <laughs> so you got a place all caved out, and, and the girls are all sort of, sort of, sort of evil uniform thing and call it the volcano lair. Hmm. There. I'm like sticking it. with hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh, I got a, I've got a good one right now. Okay, okay. God. You have it uh, noir detective theme. Ooh. And you call it private dicks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is pretty good. Like the I, entrance, the entrance is one of those nondescript doors with the glass in it and it has, you know, the something detective agent. Oh, oh, oh. Beach themed mm-hmm. uh-huh. with with pill boxes and tank traps and you call it D-Days. Nice. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't it be triple D-Days? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Double D-Days. <laughs> Depends on your personal kink. Ooh, your superhero thing, you just mm-hmm. call it X-Men. Nah, that that would be a that would be <laughs> yeah. something you would have to Well, that that'd be the for... the crossdresser strip club. Oh yeah. Ah. Oh, you could yeah. call it. You could call it the strip, like as in a comic strip. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that would also work in another town. If you were not in Las Vegas, you could have a Las Vegas themed strip club. Call it the strip. Have all that's the true. girls dress up that's like true. Paris. You know. You're on main stage, Bellagio. Yeah. <laughs> you have them dress up as, as showgirls or casino. And now coming up next, dealers, folks, Mirage, cocktail waitresses, make way for Stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> watch the watch Palazzo, the ceiling stage three. fan. Palazzo, stage three. Wa- watch the ceiling fan uh, <laughs> stratosphere. <laughs> Here come the twins. Win and encore. <laughs> Aria, you're up next. Aria. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Here comes Circus Circus. Oh, ow! Ow! <laughs> and the carousel bar don't spin no more. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, you've got a, a second question here. Okay. Wow. Because we spent forever on the first one. <laughs> Was that supposed to be a rapid? Okay. What's your strip club? Write us it. With prequels, reboots, part deux. Thank you, Hot Shots. Side stories, old stories, or same story, just a different angle. What would you like to see done, directed by, and leading character? So if you're going to reboot something or completely side-boot it, what would you do with it? By whom? Well, sadly, most of the things I would like to see rebooted are actually being <laughs> rebooted now. I'm behind the whole, they're, they're yet to do it, but they keep promising to, Hellraiser. Mm. Start anew, my friends, yeah. and actually write a story this time. I would like to see a Buckaroo Bonsai too. Ah. With Peter Weller. Yeah. And yes. anybody else I can get back from the original cast. I would like to see a third Ewok adventure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> With the same characters. What about the family that died in the in the second one? All right, character. There's only one left. <laughs> There's only one left. 
And I'll bet she still can't act anymore. Could they be force ghosts? Yeah, the force, force ghost Ewoks. <laughs> Wicket comes back as a force ghost. <laughs> Wicket's dead. No, I don't know. I'm only, only in our hearts. <laughs> wow. What's the lifespan of an Ewok? I don't know. Right? Two hundred years. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I bet you somebody knows. Somebody go to Wikipedia. My answer you would have been Wikipedia? Pacific Rim Two, but it's already happening. You know what? I still haven't seen Pacific Rim One, but that movie looks good. Yeah, it does. Fuck, this is hard. Maybe uh, you know, I know. Well, you so know many have been done, and I don't want to touch, and, and I don't want to wreck Babylon Five. So leave that. And all Ewok strip club, club called Yubnubs. Yubnubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a main stage song. Mm. It would fit under Porgs. We could just have oh, a special night. You should totally make a strip club that looks like Jabba's Palace. And just mm. call it Jabba's Palace. Right. But I would insist on all huts stripping. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, come on. But wait, aren't they pretty much naked anyway? Only on the outside. That's an what? elaborate that's an elaborate <laughs> suit. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're actually twelve pounds. No, I would hire actual huts. Oh, would you? Yeah. Please. This I'm like I'm never gonna have the strip club. I'm making it as awesome as I possibly can. Sure. I have all the money. <laughs> Any other reboots, redos, missed stories, um, part twos? Uh, it the, the Kickstarter failed, so it's never going to happen. But um, <clears throat> the uh, the nineteen eighty uh, sword and sorcery epic, low budget epic, uh, Hawk the Slayer. Oh, oh yeah, which a fun uh, a fun little flick that was incredibly low budget. But I felt had tremendous heart, and it was sort of a. It was funny because it was sort of a sword and sorcery Tolkien, so it had elves and dwarves and that kind of theming. But it it also was very small stakes, um, sword and sorcery type story, uh, and I think that actually could could be easily made into a nice big budget sword and sorcery movie. That would probably be good. Just have one. What's that? Uh, Carl Urban, Judge Dredd again. Ah, two. Yeah, they, yeah. I get behind that. They've been trying so hard to get that sequel. Like I remember when he was here in Vegas, Star Trek Con, talking about you know, there's interest out there. Are they working on a TV show for yeah. one of the streaming sh- channels? Supposedly, but I mean, he and he and the director of the first Dread film were really trying to get studios interested because they were they had a script idea. They had all the actors that were in the first one on board, the same director, but they couldn't get any of the studios to bite on it because apparently it did okay in the theaters, but did really well on on DVD, Blu-ray, and streaming. So, well, it, therefore yeah, they, it's going to get a good following for yeah. people to go see it in the theater. <sighs> but yeah, I, I I don't know why they weren't able to secure a studio to. You know, the, or even the same studio that did the first one, but yeah, that would be it. Would be nice to see a sequel to that because, you know, they wrapped up that story, but they could have another story altogether. Six more seasons of Firefly. Huh? that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Have they ever said why they aired them all out of whack? And yeah, yeah, because they're Fox. That's because they're Fox. Fox yeah. yeah, Fox started doing that with uh, the Orville there for a minute too. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go with the episode they thought had the most action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they started with that train one. Oh, actually, no, that was um, the train one was a second pilot. 
they did a pilot and then they did a second. Well, they 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 re, they must yeah, have but the first but the first one they showed was not a, the pilot, right? But they they uh, they made the pilot and then they ran the train one first, so they had to redo it as a pilot. They had to put in stuff so you knew who all the characters were in the beginning of it. Oh, okay, yeah. Either way, they showed it out of order because they wanted more action. Yeah, no, that's they did. They yeah, dumb. And Josh Whedon signed. Uh, I guess he didn't have no choice. Yeah, yeah, no nope. something. I'd have been like, nope, taking my show somewhere else. Right. Well, they tried. Mm. Yeah. But no one wanted to take it. But yep. they got enough interest to make a movie out of it that nobody went to see. So Yeah. But everyone owns. But everyone yeah. owns. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Very good movie. The email finishes out. Well, keep moving forward toward those 10 victory points. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Croak the DJ. Thank you, Croak, Woo-hoo. for writing in those questions. And it is time for news you don't give a shit about. Ow. Yay. All right. This one I know hits close home to you, Matt. Oh. And I'm more bringing it up because it's kind of a cautionary tale Uh than anything. Uh Uh-oh. The online multiplayer game of Marvel Heroes. Oh, yes. I read this. Was shut down a month early, much to the dismay of fans. Launched by Gazillion, Gazillion Entertainment and Secret Identity Studios in the summer of 2013, Heroes allowed players to assume the role of a myriad of Marvel superheroes in a live-action role-playing environment. Over the course of the game, you can be heroes like Captain America, Wolverine, Deadpool, while fighting villains like Doctor Doom, the Rhino, MODOK, and Hydra. You'd build up a character's stats and unlock content through either gameplay or, more likely, spending money. A console version of the game was released this past summer on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. The game's official Twitter account posted an announcement November 15th, promising that the game would run until December 31st. Uh, This wasn't unexpected, as Marvel Disney had announced they were cutting ties with Gazillion. They were going to lose the license. What was unexpected, however, was the Hero's Twitter account changing its tune on November 27th, saying that due to the closing of Gazillion Entertainment, the game's servers would cease operations by sunset that day. Yikes. Indeed. The whole studio shut down? Yeah. <laughs> whole thing. Fuck him. Indeed, the game is no longer available, and the website is now a dead link in the wake of news of layoffs at Gazillion. And the reason I bring this up as a cautionary tale, this game came out on consoles j- mere months ago. And it's like one of those, it's free to play, but you buy, you get like a free character choice of four to start. It always changes. Yeah. And but if you want to buy one of the other characters, it didn't cost too much to do so, and so you know you could go ahead and purchase other characters. It was like Diablo with superheroes. Yes, and they had they had like uh, you could do like a cable pack or you could do like an X Men pack. So you bought that for like forty bucks, you get like five or six different, but they're all X Men. Like they had theme packs, right? Which is really neat. But I, I, the cautionary tale part is the fact that this is a game that came out on consoles a few months ago. It's been on PC for years. But people who bought it on console and then bought an X-Men pack or whatever basically got two months to play their their characters before they lost whatever they paid into it. So you can't play it on your console no, anymore at all? it's an online-only game. Online-only. Yeah. And that's ah. the cautionary part. Every game out there that has an online component will eventually go away no matter how much you like it. Right. Except mm-hmm. for EverQuest because EverQuest continues forever for some reason. Eve 2 and probably WoW. Right. Outliers. But against it, they will eventually all shut down. But especially console games. The free-to-play ones, uh, but even more so, the ones you buy on discs. 
the sports games especially are notorious for this. After a few years, those servers shut down, so you can only play, if the game even allows you to, one-on-one on your own same couch. Mm. So be aware that any game that is online, especially online only, you have a window of playtime, and if you invest extra money into it, uh, that's money just going to go away. So it, 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 realize that you know, spend what you enjoy, but it's not going to last forever. Uh, for example, uh, Dark Souls, the uh, uh, Demon Souls, I'm sorry, the PlayStation 3 game that started the whole Dark Souls movement mm-hmm. uh, has a very strong online component uh, that the game kind of relies on for the game to be truly to read the messages that everyone sends behind mm-hmm. or the people that attack you from, from other games. Uh, that online is getting shut down, I believe, at the end of the month. Mm. You're so, right. I don't give a shit about this. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to play these games. This sounds stupid. So so just keep that in mind. Because yeah. even when you say, you know, your physical buy physical media because at least you get to keep it, not the online portion. The single player, yeah, probably forever. But Especially now with how gaming, gamers are nowadays. It's like they're very fickle. Yes. And if a company deems that not enough players are playing on their servers, they'll shut them down. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Remember the Game of Thrones hack back in July? Yes. Yep. Yeah, four months ago, a hacker lifted 1.5 terabytes of HBO files, including a script from a future episode of Game of Thrones. HBO swore vengeance to work with law enforcement until the perpetrator was found and brought to justice. The perpetrator has been found. Whoa. But he can't be brought to justice. Oh. According to the New York Times, the digital thief has been identified as Iranian national Bezad <laughs> Mezri. But the United States severed diplomatic ties with Iran back in 1980. Therefore, the nation has no extradition treaty. This means he'll likely remain free from prosecution. After Mesri hacked into HBO servers, he tried to extort the network by offering back the data in exchange for $6 million in Bitcoin. <laughs> when HBO refused, Mesri unleashed the unaired script for Game of Thrones, episodes for upcoming shows such as The Deuce and actors' personal phone numbers. Uh, this brazen crime put Mesri on the FBI's most wanted list. Its list of crimes against Mesri include unauthorized access to a prosec- to a protected computer and aggravated identity theft. Uh, Wired writes in a press conference, uh, June H. Kim, acting United States attorney for the Southern District of New York, said, quote, He now stands charged with federal crimes, and although not arrested today, he will forever have to look over his shoulder until he's made to face justice, unquote. Crack Game of Thrones assassin squad. <laughs> <laughs> now that Mesri is on the HBO wanted list, FBI wanted list. They'll just send a mountain after him. <laughs> He'll be unable to fly into a country with ties to the United States for fear of extradition. But until then, he's going to be just fine. That's okay. Well, Ten his- years from now, a Democrat president will send SEAL Team 6 after mm-hmm. him. Ah, that's what it takes these days. In his yeah. defense, <laughs> really, the password shouldn't have been winter is coming. You're right. That yeah. was a little too <laughs> easy. A little too easy. Oh, I thought the password was Netflix sucks. <laughs> Mm. Now nah, it's just as simple as Hodor. Hodor. Yeah. Hold the door. Oh my Spoilers. God. Matt, if they'd only listen to you. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. All right. We got so much this week. I love it. Squirm, Andy. Squirm. You're a sick little monkey, Kirsten. 
<laughs> Give me my symbols. The economy <laughs> of Star Wars Battlefront 2 is based entirely around credits now that the premium transactions have been removed from the game and earning enough credits to buy the loot boxes to get the cards you need or to unlock the heroes you want can take a lot of time. So players have found physical ways to cheat the system. Uh, while one player created a simple robot to keep their character moving in order to farm credits without being removed from the game due to inactivity, the same thing can be done by simply adding a few rubber bands to your controller. Huh? Uh, basically, you get participation credits for just being in a multiplayer game. Okay. All right? if, you get, <laughs> if, if, you get, if you get killed, you get 100 survivor points. All right. Okay. So I what just love it. I I, I want to hear the, gr- the 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 grognards be like, oh, participation credit. <laughs> you don't have to work for it or nothing. So, you just get it for participating. So what do the rubber bands do? They hold down the controllers so that it, your character continuously runs forward. Okay. And goes nowhere, but you're still in the game moving. So you Those just keep the game like going. Runs into a wall or something, or yeah, sure you do, but. You're not in your character's not inactive, so you're technically playing the game. Okay, and must they just be fun to like walk around the canteen and see all those characters just walking against walls. Right, I just it, but they're all just battles, so it's just gonna be yeah, people just running into walls and getting shot. Mm. Uh, now you may be hurting your team's chances at winning and annoying the rest of the players on the server, but this is the world EA and Dice have created. It's hard to get mad at these players due to the fact that the economy has been hated since the first days of the beta. Locking away content in this matter and focusing on playing long hours to get credits to try to get things that you want from loot crates that randomly spit out loot gives players an incentive to give up and start farming. Uh, Right now, you can get a minimum amount of credits just for showing up, like I said, which is what these farms are after. You can increase the amount you earn by doing well, and taking part in each objective, and credits are given for playing the campaign in arcade mode as well. So this is just merely the easiest way to get credits without putting any actual work into the process. And this is what happens when your economy is bad, when the Phantom players, players are going to ruin the online experience, and EA and DICE have no one to blame but themselves. Whatever happened to the good old days when people would hire out farming to prisoners in Chinese prisons? Sure. <laughs> uh but to do so, you have to give your account over. So that's there's a little I'm risk. I'm not a Wookiee. <laughs> I'm a man in jail. <laughs> and yes, that's the game I was referring to earlier that I've yes. been playing. Played the uh, the story mode, uh, the single player campaign. That's a fun mode. Is it? Yeah, the story's good. It's canon story. It takes place. Uh, starts at the end of Return of the Jedi. And goes right up to Force Awakens. Sorry, sir, but you're part of the problem. Wow. Why did you buy that game? I didn't buy it. It's still it's uh, on rent from Gamefly. Uh, Gamefly. Okay, good. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> and so I really enjoyed the story all the way up until the last chapter, which ended, I can't say it's a cliffhanger because they didn't finish a story. It just kind of ends. It just sort of ends with the obvious being that, Oh, you can get more of this story if you buy the season pass, and then you'll be actual actually be able to finish the story that's here. Ah, and that sucked. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was a cool story. Uh, the 
it led up to the Battle of Jakku, which was a great sequence. And then it was like uh, decades later, and then does the next part, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this the story is continuing, but I don't get to play it. So it's a Shahrazad gambit. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What this man said. Yeah. Now, also, I was pissed because I was supposed to get all these rewards for playing the uh, the campaign. And when I was done and looked into my rewards list, none of them were there. But it turns out that was just a uh, a hiccup on EA server side that later on that showed up. Okay, I was going to so, say, because, yeah, it did say something about the server unable to be connected to. Yeah. And okay. then I started to play the game, and the way the game plays is fun. It's it's Battlefield. It's the whole same idea. Squad on this side, squad on this side. Uh, huge open space and objectives for both huge. sides. And, huge. And the objectives are interesting. Hold this, destroy that, get past these doors, hold these doors, hold door. And that's fun. But the issue is this whole loot box aspect. Mm-hmm. Because those loot boxes attach special powers to your regular assault people. And if you've unlocked them, special powers to your heroes. And these can be built up as well. You can find you know, the special chase rare cards, which give your characters superpowers versus just a little more power. So when you're playing against another player on there that has either spent a lot of money before they took it away and bought all these superpowers, or they have spent a lot, a lot of time uh, ranking up these cards, it just gets no fun when you play against these guys. <laughs> he was playing the uh, the versus battle and got taken out, what, two seconds into it by a flying Yoda with a lightsaber? Over and over again. Like, it's just like, it's like, vroom, vroom. I'm like, wow, that didn't take long. Because with, with Battlefield, uh, this is the one that's based on, you know, military war. You know, you, you choose what kind of infantry you want to be and you... Military war as opposed to, right, what, what, Pancake War? Yes, exactly. Okay. Because who wants to play the Pancake War game? Mm-hmm. And you take your objectives, and you know everybody's on a level playing field. Here, you can spend points into these heroes, which are ridiculous to kill unless you, too, are a hero. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just juggernauts that run through the game and and hit everybody with lightsabers, and you have to respawn over and the over again. The very first battle battlefront. Not the um, old ones. The, the one that came out like two years ago? Yeah. That one. I remember watching a video of like all of these rebel like regular dudes just firing, and the guy was playing Darth Vader. He's just like bing, 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 and kills them all. I was sure. like, and wow. Um, in Star Wars, thought it makes sense exactly, but that's no fun when you're playing no that fun. regular rebel guy. It's no fun. Uh, if the game had a an area like, hey, there's no heroes here. It's just grunts. Just yeah, just grunts. I would enjoy that a lot better. And it was like eight of them, and they're all just firing everything they got, and yeah. he's blocking them all with his lightsaber, and then force choke, lightsaber throw, and then leaps at, and then kills them all. I was like, wow. I'm glad I didn't buy this game. Again, the game's fun. It's really fun, but there are certain things about it, and it's these loot boxes especially that are breaking the game. Is this a game we played over at Scully's? We played uh, the first Battlefront. First Battlefront, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That's also the one that has that great... clip of luke skywalker just running around killing 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 yes. and then he gets under the 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 at at and it just yes <laughs> and the vehicles are fun and if you 
you know, you got points to be in those vehicles. That's great. It yeah. makes sense with uh, what's going on around. And they're not easy to control. Hmm. So, yeah, I've, I like Battlefield, but I have real problems with it. And they got to figure out something to do with what they're doing with this economy. I mean, even the reason why they took out the, uh, the pay, you used to be able to buy crystals uh, to level up characters. Mm-hmm. And Disney made them take it out because fans were so upset with it. Basically, it's uh, you'll win more if you spend more. You know, yeah, I, the I basic, a, basic mobile game philosophy. Not something you pay for in a $60 game. I heard a rumor that Disney's very upset with EA right now. Yes, they are. Like, in fact, they, they made them take that out, and they're still upset because of the backlash well, it, going it, on. It's, it, is there a way? I mean, it sounds like a lose-lose because you can spend money to get all sorts of cool shit and do well. Or you can have the situation with those those no-life people who spend 15 hours a day for endless weeks destroying everyone else because they've, they've put so damn much time mm-hmm. in. People who don't have that kind of time just can't compete. Yeah. I mean, what do you do to level the playing field? You, you win in real life by having a life. Yeah, <laughs> you know how do you play the game? I mean, that's easy, one of the easy matchmaking, and a matchmaking that will work. Yes. right. Yeah, that's the only way you. That's can. true because you're you're not playing against like I said. These are you're playing against super high level dudes because sure. when you get killed by anybody, you get to see what cards they added to their character, and they're all purples, which are the the highest version of the card you can get. You're know, like, well. Mm-hmm. That that explains this guy's power. Okay. Yeah, Halo did that pretty well, and uh, I, I think it was as well did too. I think it was four was when they started it, but it might have been five. Uh, where th- when you went into the matchmaking setup, it paired you up very well with people that were either like same level or one level above or one level below. So you had a fighting chance in every match you went into. And I remember going up against people that were like one level ahead and actually gaining more experience points when I came out on the other side so that, you know, it was, I mean, yeah, I died my fair share of times, obviously, but it still felt much more competitive than when you just do the regular just online without the matchmaking and you're dying every two seconds. Like you spawn, you're dead. You spawn, you're dead. You spawn, you're dead. Because those are absolutely no fun. Weekend Geek! Yay! Weekend Geek. In the interview with Vanity Fair, Ken Fige, that's right, Fige, states... Ken? <laughs> yeah, you said Ken. Ken? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I heard, no, I heard, I'm, I'm I heard Kevin. I'm, I'm Kevin. sorry. No, Barbie Fige. <laughs> <laughs> right now... No, throw another <laughs> Professor Biggs is like Kevin. Kevin, Ke- how hard is it? Me, Kevin Fige, I don't understand. Oh my god, I don't even like Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> throw another Fige on the Barbie. <laughs> Ooh, States Avengers Four is an ending of sorts. It will bring the things you've never seen in superhero films a finale. Unquote. Wow. That doesn't mean it's the end of Marvel Universe. Fige also reveals the MCU, quote, has another 20 movies on the docket that are completely different from anything that's come before intentionally, unquote. So 22 movies already out in the previous decade. 
fair to say Marvel's planned right up till 2030 at this point. Mm. So we're going to, Avengers 4, we're going to see some classic guys go. Their contracts are ending. Some are ending them on purpose. So some are just letting them go. Yeah, we're going to see some heroes die in that movie is what I'm saying. Wow. But I'm excited to see what they'll do with Marvel going forward. Yep. It's going to be great to see Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man Walker. Yes. Just teetering along. The Iron Man Rascal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's going to be his new name, the Iron Rascal. Is he yeah. probably just going to keep it going? Because I don't know, man. I mean, so much early on had to do with him. Yes. And they made great movies. You know, I mean, I get a feeling he's gone though. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, some of their best it, Marvel movies don't even have him. Yes, like Winter Soldier, and it 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 uh, it's so they did build something without him. Mm-hmm. But even there, Chris Evans really owns Captain America, and it's just like the sheer the 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 effectiveness of the casting. Uh, I don't know. Well, it feels like they've set it up for Bucky to take on the cap mantle. Well, yeah, but I mean... Because they can obviously pay no him offense, less. No offense. To, um, what I'm saying is no offense to Sebastian Stan. Right. It's not about continuing Cap. It's con- about continuing Chris Evans, continuing Robert Downey Jr. Right. Now, two of their best movies, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and, and uh, recently best, Thor Ragnarok, are not... You know, I mean, well, Guardians was on its own amazing, but Guardians 2 really showed that they could do something with another layer of actors and stuff. But I wonder if they're going to be able to continue that because that's essentially what they're going to have to do Mm -hmm. when they go into this, if they're going to continue for another 20 movies. Right. So I don't know. I mean. But I like the idea. And creatively, I like the idea yeah, for especially for all these other studios thinking about doing their own universes. If you're going to do a TV style multi-episode movie arc, have a season finale yeah. and have a whole new season mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. So and that doesn't necessarily mean to kill everybody. Though. No, it's, yeah, no. But I mean, there's 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 contracts involved yeah. mm-hmm. and people are ending. Well, them. and also, yeah. And I mean, just sheer money. Yeah. I mean, eventually like Robert Downey Jr. if he wants out he doesn't even have to say no he can just well maybe hit that price point that they just will not match or he'll become the first actor to be paid a quarter of a billion dollars to be in a movie (laughs) because Marvel's just like we can do it no I think the later ones have proven you can do without and I think that's what the laying down of these these later ones like uh, Captain Marvel and uh, Black Panther. I think you're right. going to see these as the, the ones that are taking into the next, next uh, field. Yeah. Well, if, if, and so long as they creatively keep going that way. Cause so far, they've given me no reason to yeah. worry. Ragnarok yeah. was just, I just... The best Thor film yet. I, it, and just creatively, it was just yeah. so, so much fun fun and so interesting and they're being well rewarded for their creativity you talked in a previous podcast about them making a hulk movie spread out over three movies so this is like the first phase of it right yeah sort of what are you referring to exactly it was was a story you said and they and and somebody offered banna 
He said, uh, how do you feel about making a Hulk movie, but actually making it as part of three other movies? Ah, yes. Yeah, and so this is probably the first of those, you think? You mean Ruffalo. Ruffalo, excuse okay. me, you're right. <laughs> uh, what did I say? You said Banner, which really threw me. Probably because I, I was thinking Banner, which is uh, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I really can't speak to what their plans are, but possibly. It sounds like it's the first one. It looks like the first one to me. But. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Ruffalo is one of the ones that uh, exits after Avengers 4. I wouldn't either. But there's also another Hulk character out there that uh, could they could Ooh, go in for that one. Bring me some She-Hulk, baby. Mm-hmm. Some fourth wall breaking She-Hulk. <laughs> there's you also got Red Hulk, and uh, you know other they things. they have a lot to play with. Yep. And, and let's face it, they started with Iron Man, and mm-hmm. not all of it's mm-hmm. owned by Fox, <laughs> right? And eventually, it probably won't be right. And once Chris Hemsworth exits, you can start Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, better mm, bill. You know, female Thor. So many places to play, and sounds like they're going to get real creative with it. Like they well, said, you could do you could do the West Coast Avengers essentially. That'd be fun. The quote is: "You just Tor- want Squirrel Girl." God damn it! <laughs> she is not a member. Of the, is she West Coast Avengers, or she's uh, isn't she? Um, she's the Great, Great Lakes, Lakes Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Oops. Great Lakes. Oh, God. Again, quote is, 20 movies on the docket that are, quote, completely different than anything that's come before intentionally, unquote. Deep South Avengers. Assemble, (laughs) y'all. So that would be... uh, Rare Rabbit, yes. Gambit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rogue. We got to team up with Black Panther. It's all excellent so far. Cannonball. And Uncle Remus. And Uncle Remus. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. God. And that's their battle cry. <laughs> Zippity doodah. Please in, don't throw him in, into the bar patch, Magneto. Put in Warpath, too, just for that Native American yeah. flair in the south there. Southwest Avengers. Yeah. How'd I get all this tar? <laughs> oh. We got to team up with Black Panther. Find oh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I did wow. not do that, folks. I did not do that. <laughs> nope, that's Florida, man. <laughs> Brought to you by the committee to hire Roy Moore. Then I see an alien fly. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Science Theater: The Return is getting a second season yes, on Netflix. That would be season twelve mm. for the long runs. Uh, the announcement was made at the end of the annual MST3K Thanksgiving Marathon, where hosts Joel Hodgson, Geek Queen Felicia Day, and Jonah Ray broke the exciting news. Uh, created by Hodgson, the original Mystery Science Theater 3000 premiered on KTMA in Minneapolis in 1988 before finding a new home on Comedy Central for seven seasons until it was canceled in 96. The Sci-Fi Channel picked it up, and the show went on the air for an additional three seasons until it was canceled. The first season of the rebooted series debuted on Netflix earlier this year with 14 new 90-minute installments, 18 years after the original series run ended in 1999. The revival of the beloved cult series was made possible thanks to a Kickstarter campaign launched by Hodgson in 2015. The comedic series takes place in the near future on the Satellite of Love, where new host Jonah Heston, played by Ray, is tortured by mad scientist Kinga Forrester and her henchman Max, played by Patton Oswald, or as he prefers to be called, TV's son of TV's Frank. Into watching cheesy, cheesy bad movies as the new mads study the effects of movies on Jonah, who survives the onslaught by riffing on them with his robot friends. Yay, 
Mystery Science Theater forever, ever and ever and ever. Amen. That would have been the answer to the question that was posed earlier of what I would like to see rebooted or continued if go. it didn't already exist. Oh, they already so, did it. So, so not not a strip club themed like MST. No, although <laughs> I want them all to be gypsies. The satellite Strip and gypsies. Strip and gypsies is my share cover band. James Franco confirms a previous rumor that he is working on a superhero project. Quote, I do Green have... Goblin. I do have a superhero that I am developing, he said in an interview with Hollywood Reporter. I will say I am producing and performing in it. It's in early stages, unquote. While he doesn't name the character or property he will be focusing on, we do know what area of the superhero landscape he's looking at. Quote, what I love about Simon Kinberg and Fox and the X-Men people have done with Deadpool and Logan, it took a while to get there, maybe 10 years, but they're going to go hard R and we're going to take, you know, the superhero thing and really just push it into a new genre. Deadpool's almost like an action romantic comedy. Logan's like a Western, you know. So we're working with Simon Kinberg on an X-Men property, unquote. So Franco mm. is going to be an X-Man of sorts for this. The the rumors before all this that he's going to be multiple man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but hard that's... R, but played by Franco. I can get behind it. Franco's got chops. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think what character it would be. Quentin Quire. Mm. I don't know who's Quentin Quire. Super annoying. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's his that's powers his power? is annoying? Eh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got another for the uh, Deep South Avengers. I remembered Razorback, which was a truck <laughs> truck driving <laughs> truck driving superhero. <laughs> Any other? Uh, oh, over, wasn't there a freaking over the top? Wasn't there a whole freaking comic book that was was truck drivers or? Yeah, U.S. something. God I don't damn. know. The Interstaters. Oh, you're gonna make what me. Look yeah, you look at there, there was a there was a, there was the in, in the in the in the late seventies there was a comic that was all about truck drivers. In the age of convoy, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the same the, about the same time that Dazzler appeared. They started, ah, that was yeah. the other half. Yeah. So I so okay. Now that we brought up truckers, some of you did anybody here grow up with a CB? Yes, my uncle had one. Did you have yeah, a handle? I did. I want to know what your CB handle was. Kid Lightning. Kid Lightning. I is, walked into is this. F- it. That's it. I walked into freshman year of high school wearing a teacher that said Kid Lightning. Oh, wow. That set the path for me not being there. <laughs> what were you thinking? Wow. I was you thinking, weren't. I was thinking it was cool, but I didn't know what cool was yeah. back then. That's like walking in with an astronaut like suit on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, My name's Andy. I'm Kid Lightning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Andy was not wrong about the truck driving uh, it's a comic. It was published by Marvel. Yes. U.S. number one. High adventure trucking down the highway. I wonder how many issues they had. 80s. He's fact check. He's never wrong. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm often wrong, but I have to fact check it. <laughs> Anybody else have a, a trucker handle? Uh, based on the comic character, I, I liked Wonder Man. Yeah? That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Mine was based. Mine was based on my favorite TV show at the time. I was Wiz Kid. Nice. 
So Wizkid is not too different from Kid Lightning. No, it isn't. We were yeah. we were our own little mm-hmm. super team. See, uh, Todd had Wizkid stenciled onto his <laughs> astronaut outfit when he went to school and right. then went to space camp, and then they immediately had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know how awful, how nerdy would you have to be that you got beat up at space camp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. We were yeah. pretty nerdy at Space Camp. I know. But, I mean, just but, uh, the, just imagine, man. They beat me up at Space Camp. I couldn't win for losing. Well, let me just say this: we were pretty nerdy at Space Camp, but there were people that were even nerdier than mm-hmm. we were. Oh, I can believe and, that. And we set the bar pretty high. Wow. Oh, yeah, you did. But you guys don't own JPL and no. you know shit like that yeah. now. So right now, yeah. and probably one of them do. So yeah. I uh, yeah. I heard Convoy recently and thought to myself. Most people listen. You know, most people who heard this this day would have no idea what the hell they're talking <laughs> nope. about. That 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 is that is slang that is burned it's into my head. Bear. Yeah, but but yeah. most people back then didn't know what the hell they were talking about either. So. I knew every word what it meant. You did, America. Yeah. You're not most he people. He was kid lightning. Kid lightning, baby. America in the seventies knew what yeah. that song was talking about. Cowboy repeat with a reefer on and a Jimmy Holland logs. That song, hogs. <laughs> I believe. Hogs, hogs. That song was, wow. if not a number one hit, it was certainly a top five hit. It was a number uh, one hit, for it was, sure. Yeah. yeah. Double check Billboard. that on me, man. But, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Is yeah, he sir. your assistant now? Like, wow. what is this? I'm in the Paul chair. Yes, he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Double check my shit. Make check, sure to, monkey. Make check. Make sure to cut him off, okay? And yeah. then get him to check everything for you. Dad's a deck. Well, I think it is time that we're going to discuss Justice League. Superman right. lives. And so, if you have not seen Justice League, yeah, stop it here and then uh, join us once you uh, returned and have uh, have formed your own opinions to see uh, how they me- how they mesh yeah. or don't. We'll uh, wave our arms when we're done talking about Justice League and you can turn up the volume again. Yes, exactly. So watch for that. And so from here on out, there be spoilers, ye have been warned. The song spent six weeks at number one, Andy. Yes. Now see the people that tuned out never would have heard that. That's would've right. Never known. No. No. And it takes place on my birthday. Oh, only what? A what convoy? takes place? A convoy. convoy. I heard. Convoy happens convoy. on a specific day, right? Yes. It's a dark of the moon on the sixth of June. Yeah. So there it is. If you own convoy and you know the words, you now know fact check's mm-hmm. birthday. And we'll never forget. That's right. I'm 6663, the neighbor of the beast. (laughs) Gentlemen, lay it at me. What did you think of (laughs) Justice League, the good, the bad, and give me details? Well, the band Steppenwolf was pretty... (laughs) Yeah. I want to lay it out. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was better than Age of Ultron, especially the final battle. Wow. Mm. Uh, the final battle of Age of Ultron just didn't do a whole heck of a lot, of a lot to me. I, it felt kind of empty to me. Okay. And this one, I was kind of on board. One thing I didn't like, and this is kind of a nitpick, I did not like how Steppenwolf's mouth moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that was a little It didn't weird. seem to match how a thing talks. Somebody posted a picture of Steppenwolf next to Tim Curry from Legend. <laughs> it's like, how come we could do this back in the 80s? <laughs> It's a fine point. Yep. And once again, Superman is broken. You know? Better, but yeah. I hate that character. <laughs> I hate it. Fuck you, Biggs. No, <laughs> you know what? I like Superman. I liked him in this one. At, at the end, it felt like the Superman 
I, I like and want to see. Right. And I want to see more of. I'm more interested in seeing. So, like I said, I think I said it last week, the, or the, uh, this movie makes the previous movie better as, as the previous movie made the movie for that better. Sure. And I always felt that Man of Steel is called Man of Steel and not Superman for that very reason. Because in that movie, he is learning to be Superman. Mm-hmm. He is not Superman. He's, he's wrestling with his own thoughts and ideas of who he is and who he's from. Right. And so... Until the end of that movie, he's not Superman. Mm-hmm. And I was right about uh, Jason. Save, awesome character. He played Aquaman perfectly. And yeah. then fun, su- fun, fun. Yeah, a surprise, fun part of that movie was the Flash too. Right, like his yeah. just the emotion in his eyes, like a lot of stuff. Him not saying Super anything, socially okay, just, awkward. Yeah. Again, yeah. like I said last week, the three. Did I say this on air? I can't remember. The three characters they introduced in this movie. Are all radically different from their previous their appearances in the comics, yeah. but all interesting. Yeah, and and they really pulled the movie together, um, making uh, um, uh, cyborg uh, tied into the Kryptonian technology was a brilliant fix. No, it wasn't Kryptonian. He was tied into the mother box. Ouch! Yes. Was it the mother? Was he not? Yes. Did they not get it from the? Uh, no, they had no idea what it was from. The mother box oh, is that's from right. Apocalypse. All, it was all tied together though. Dark seed and crash. That's Dark right. side sex seed. Dark Seed. The new so, Not just making it straight <laughs> robot stuff. Making it, yeah. Favorite scene or favorite part of that whole movie is when they first resurrected Superman. He doesn't know what he's doing. And him and the Flash, like, where he's like, I'm super fast. Oh, shit, he's looking at me. Holy shit, he's looking at me. He's, you know, that was neat. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. neat. I, I yeah. The, I'll second your whole Flash thing. I love the Flash in this. Makes yeah. me want to watch the TV show for the first time. Different Flash. <laughs> oh, very you'll different. Be, you'll I, be disappointed. I, I realize the whole different Flash Stop that. No, but, we won't. TV show's good. But I same just, season, the same shit over and over again. I'm tired of whiny Barry. Anyways, I look forward to ahead. a man running fast. I'm just saying that. This oh, season, that is he's fun. not whiny in this season. Anyway. But yeah, that scene was fantastic. I thought the final battle was a lot of fun. I thought the battle yeah. in the uh, in the tunnels was great. I the, thought, the action scenes were top notch. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people like outside of you know, you know, in work and, you know, public, et cetera, asking me why the choice of Steppenwolf. And I'm like, well, because he's a minor new God and it would make sense that you would have somebody who is a minor new God trying to impress Darkseid by taking over this planet. So it made sense that they're starting small and working their way up to a movie that's going to have Darkseid trying to take mm-hmm. over Earth. So it just, it, to me, it made perfect sense. And when I explained it, that... In that that sense, it made other people seem okay with the choice mm-hmm. of Steppenwolf. But I had a lot of people that was like, "I don't know that character. Why would they choose him?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, well." And, and I, I asked Kay about this. I was where the hell did the name come from? And Kay's gonna have to explain it because I can't quite remember. It was a novel, right? Yeah, I think uh, the original because like there's Steppenwolf the band. There's in Chicago. There's the Steppenwolf Theater, <clears throat> but I believe it was a novel. That uh, was uh, popular in the 1960s. Um, that ha- just uh, grabbed a lot of uh, people's attention. Now, um, DC Universe, I'm very uh, my mind pales for what it knows about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Is Stephen Wolf? I assume is an established character in the DC pantheon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he yeah. is part a, of the New Gods aspect, yes. yeah. which is Kirby's contrib- contribution to DC, if yeah. I remember. As right. I recall, yes, New Gods and Fourth World is separate from New Gods, right? That's uh, 
I get confused on that. New gods and fourth world are separate things. Or the same well, thing? new gods. New are, gods is part of the fourth world. Yes. Okay. That's right. So what else you have to say about Justice League, gentlemen? Uh, I did like the the rumors were that Green Lantern was going to appear in this. I like the way that they did that so that it was got your Green Lantern fixed, but you also didn't have a, another character being established to mm-hmm. drive the story, you know, that you needed to drive the story forward. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Green Lantern it was shown something of killing one of them, right? In the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Actually, a couple of them because there were a couple yeah. of different Green Lanterns fighting alongside the Themyscarians and then Atlanteans. And, them, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. so. Shoot, I just had something on the tip of my tongue, and I'm blanking out on it now. Mm. All right, real quick. Steppenwolf, was pu- it's a Hermann Hess novel from Germany in the uh, late 1920s, combining oh, autobiographical whoa. and psychoanalytic elements. Uh, very existential, and uh, named after the lonesome canid of the steppes. So it's a kind of a existential-type uh Novel that and it's a badass is, word, which explains why Kirby would use it. Kirby was yeah, all about that. I mean, stuff. It, I'm sure the band predates new uh, the New Gods, yeah. so um, he but he probably got it from the uh, the yeah. novel. No, I would think so. So apparently, I I was reading one of the things that annoyed me was the digital removing of the mustache. <laughs> yeah. But apparently there's a far more scenes with the mustache removed than are obvious. Reading uh, an article on comic book resources, they had an interview with one of the CG artists that was the, the primary CG artist studio. And I guess they were a lot... They, were, they farmed out a lot of that stuff. So there were multiple studios working on this. They said that the stuff that they worked on in the reshoots worked really seamlessly, and they were very happy with it. But he said when they saw that, and th- when he and his coworkers saw the movie screened for the first time, they said they were horrified mm. because it was so obvious the ones that had been farmed out versus what they worked on. Ah. So he said there are multiple scenes in there where his mustache has been removed that you don't know that it's been digitally removed, and then there are some that obviously are very like he said when he saw that cell phone camera footage one at the very beginning of the film he said he was mortified <laughs> it, mm. it was distracting i it will was say really that. bad i mean it, it's it wasn't as horrible as i thought it was but your, yeah. your mind knows something's not right yeah. here yeah the, well the way his mouth moves is just it's not right you know that that kind of the recessed upper lip look that you know he's like that the grin is like not quite right mm-hmm uh, interesting side note. Apparently, the whole thing of this is a Paramount wouldn't let him shave he's, the he's, mustache because he's, he's, he's going to be in Mission Impossible right. Six. Well, they the the digital studio that did the mustache removal offered to add the mustache in at their own cost to Paramount, but Paramount did not want to let them do that. As kind of a fuck you to having them come back and do reshoots but uh mm. apparently the digital added in mustache the test work that they did was so good that it looked way better than when you go through and digitally remove the mustache so i can I believe that so, yeah. i saw um i like aging bruce wayne and batman i uh, i think I, I like that i like that yeah I, I like the fact that they have actually have batman in this universe 20 years into his career 
Yeah, I, yeah. When they he mentioned the twenty years, I'm like, yeah, I can dig on this. Yeah, and the fact that he even called out, he's like, you know, you're getting too old for this. He's like, I've been too old for this for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that says something about that character. And he's actually in pain too. Like, yeah. he's after the fight's like, oh, oh, dislocated shoulder and everything. yeah. When Diana yeah. catches him, yeah. the shirt, yeah. he's got that giant bruise on there. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I thought all of the characters were very well written. Um, I thought they played well off of each other from a pure acting standpoint. And they did a good job uh, of juggling all the characters. Yes, yes. Because that is something that is difficult to do in an ensemble piece is being able to give you know, adequate screen time to each of the characters so that they don't seem like a you know, toss, you know, toss-away character. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was one moment I was like, oh, no. And that was during the credits. Uh oh. <laughs> when I'm like, oh yeah, Eisenberg's in this. <laughs> in, oh, the, in this world. Right. Yeah, the, the second I, I the just, second after I the second just stinger. don't like him as Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. like him. Didn't, didn't I old, don't either. Didn't old Deathstroke save that for you? That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then he and Silver he looks Deathstroke. great. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. Um, right. Both on costume and without the mask. But man yeah, Eisenberg I, is I know, Luthor. Right? I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I even even after seeing Eisenberg in an interview describing what his take I get on the what character he's going is, for. I, I do too. Silicon I just don't like it. Giant, yeah, sure. He just doesn't have that. I would like a that little, arrogant. I want a little more gravitas in my yeah. supervillain. I'd, I'd, then he just doesn't have it. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of arrogance there, but not that overwhelming arrogance and the wealth and knowledge to back it up that you have. In previous iterations of right. Lex Luthor, in the comic book, I swear I've told the story before. In the comic book Band of Steel, there's a backup Lex Luthor story in one of them, where Lex Luthor drives into some small town diner and fancies the the waitress and you know, says, "Well, come come with me, and you know, you know I'll you know drop everything here. I'll make you, you know, you'll, you'll you'll be with me in my millionaire ranch." And da, da, da. And uh, she goes back to tell her the owner that she's leaving, and you know the fuck you, that kind of stuff. And then she goes back out, and he's gone. And it says like, just that's Luther just yeah. destroying somebody's life just because he can for fun. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's just it's like this wonderful quiet moment of evil for no good reason. I don't know, just I, I just he plays him just a little flighty, crazy that mm-hmm. seems to work more for the Joker than Lex Luthor. Right. Eisenberg Joker, kind of, I'd kind of like to watch. But. I would, I could work with that. In yep. fact, I think I'd like that more than the Leto Joker. The Leto Joker, yeah. But yeah, yeah. we it's you, you. You go to the movies with the Justice League, you, you have. And the numbers are sucking on this, unfortunately. Even though it's no, probably it's, the best one they've t- done. It's turned around. It it's has turned done, around good. good. Well, I'm mean, not. Big, it's, it's it's turned around. Like the first weekend box office actually finished pretty decent and the second week not going to reach thor numbers let's just no, put it that no. way but i mean it was a better movie it's funny because like you know this is uh, a totally different movie mm-hmm. on uh uh hollywood reporter they were talking about how much money it's raked in over that it's you know opening weekend and then of course second weekend is is just as important as opening weekend and they said it's like how is it we're talking about you know nearly 600 million worldwide and it being a failure <laughs> because that's just the kind of right you, sure. and, and, you know you it's know, like it how much that. the studio put into it 
And sure, and it doesn't help that Coco beat it on its second week. Right. But Coco is going to beat whatever yeah, it was against. Yeah, it's a Pixar film. Pixar exactly. films are always going to debut at number one. They always have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a strong second place. It beat out Thor in its second weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I should say. Yeah, but Thor's been out a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so, I, I mean, love- it's making money. It's continuing to make money. It's doing really well overseas, too. It's doing really well domestically, but I when you have the 300 million just on, you know, the primary and the reshoots and then another 150 million that they're talking about that they used in the marketing blitz. Sure. So you're t- and when you're comparing its closest superhero movie is a singular buddy character film, mm-hmm. Thor and Hulk versus the entire Justice League first time ever together. This is their Avengers sure. moment. That is a little disappointing. Yeah, money wise. Yeah, but that's I was I was concerned because it it seems like DC is finally starting to get it right, and I'd hate for them to say, well, now that we're getting, you know, we're not making enough money, forget it. And let's make no mistake, this money has tur- this movie has turned a profit. Okay, sure. It's you know, with the studios and the way they think, but until a movie reaches its two to three times what it costs them to make, they consider it a failure. Mm-hmm. And I swear, the critics. Must be Marvel fanboys or something, because anything DC releases, they're like, "Oh, well, DC's at it again." Blah blah. blah. It's like, uh, "Did you even watch the fucking movie?" It's a good Here's, movie. That that brings up an excellent point. It's I like, have disagreed with every single review of this film that I've read. Same. Every, I mean, I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes score. If you looked at that, most people wouldn't even think about going to see this movie. And I'm sitting here going, "I'm like, none of these things that these critics are bagging on." Are in this movie, or 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 even remotely to the extent that they're like, oh, you know, Superman's back to his dark brooding. And I'm like, no, he really wasn't at all in Kay. this film. Okay, what was the I video? mean, maybe for the instant after he's resurrected, you know, he's kind of That's angry and brooding. He's confused, but then you know he goes back home and you know he's talking with Lois and his mom and you know things start to make sense and then he's like i'm glad i'm alive again you know i swear this it's a conspiracy or something okay what was the video we watched the review video about movie bob movie bob oh is that the uh the one batman v superman that one no he did he he broke out he did justice league too he did a justice league okay watch that and he he actually shredded it which is just yeah and he had valid points but he his valid points he was he's getting much much too much weight i mean you know it's like you know his costume is way too blue or something i was i mean his points were there i mean yes i agreed with what he said but i didn't agree that they ruined the movie they say that point you're making it sounds like because he made this epic uh it's really that bad about batman v superman Mm -hmm. and the whole thing if you pull it together it's about three hours long holy crap because it's in two parts this one's only five ten minutes tops yeah and and you know, I have to say it again. This cinematic universe is its own thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's its own branch of the character storylines. Just like in the comics where you have all those separate storylines. I'm reading a Batman right now that is a alternate take on Alfred is a war buddy of his father and wasn't actually his butler but took on that mantle just because he had nobody left and then kind of became the pseudo father figure but wasn't the alfred that we know from the comics okay but it's completely acceptable this is its own 
thing. I, I think that the last time we saw these characters, yeah. aside from Wonder Woman, of course, it was a, a broken story with broken bits. And I think that just stuck with people. And if they didn't hear that Justice League was out of the park awesome, they were going to go, uh, I might skip it, especially after the uh, the other ensemble piece of uh, Suicide Squad just being meh. Yeah. Because mm. Batman v Superman wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And neither was that one. Wonder Woman was good. Not a step in the right direction. Mm. But I don't think this is enough good to make up for the past sins for a lot of people. I well, and, and critics especially, they don't right. they don't like to be proven wrong. Sure. So and when they when they were so critical of Batman v Superman, they almost it's almost as if they feel like they have to be uber critical on well, this one. Some because... of the issue is this movie builds directly upon that and kinda right. has to on the way they've built their universe. Right. So if you weren't on board at least partially in the world building of Batman v Superman this might not do a whole hell of a lot for you. It might add three, sure. three more characters that are interesting, but the core problems between characters are fixed a little more in this, but you are reminded of bits of that last movie because that last movie fed directly into this one. Right. Mm. So I, I can see how that, if, if you add, because I didn't hate Batman v Superman, it certainly had its problems, but I, right. I kind of liked it. But it's, it's broken. Yeah. But people absolutely, some people absolutely hate that, and I don't know if this is good enough to break that hate mm. of that movie. <laughs> I guess uh, Snyder's son is trying to, uh, uh, I think it's um, petition.org. Or, yeah, there's a petition out there yeah, for a director's cut that he people want to see. He, and Zack Snyder's apparently uh, is, you know, uh, gives it a, a thumbs up as yeah, far as yeah, sure, he's, cool he's, with it. He's apparently cool with what Whedon uh, did with it, but... I guess his son is like, Whedon completely changed it, so I'd, he's like, I'm pushing to get the studio to release my mm. father's version of the film. And, and you know and, what? I say yes. Sure, because put them both in there. I love alternate cuts of large movies that Absolutely. exist. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because the Exorcist sequel, the last one we got, there's two versions of it, and they're both terrible, but I'm glad they both exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, nice tip of the comic cat to the end with the uh, Flash versus Superman yeah. race. Yeah, that was pretty terrific. Yeah. Although interesting that they did their own twist with him flying versus running because like when they do it in the comics, they're running. Both, yeah, it's a both a foot race, but yeah. uh, but still, yeah, just like you said, it was a neat nod to that. Yeah. But this movie brought the fun that was missing in the last Absolutely. and Batman v Superman. Yeah. And the fun that was interjected in Wonder Woman comes yeah. through in this. So. Stupid little thing I didn't like was Flash's costume. It didn't bother yeah. me, but I can see how people don't like well, it. Well, I, I didn't like it because it was full of edges to catch. You know, it's supposed to be streamlined, and they make a point of it being you know uh, tiles or whatever to... Mm-hmm. But it, it's Heat just, absorbing it's tiles, just yeah. full of edges that would just be ripping off it, 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 the minute the wind hit it. Yep, they wanted to make it look cool. Yeah, well, yeah, it looks dumb. <laughs> it's not, not only has edges, it has like like string straps going across it in pieces that... that... Yep, it's leathery. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, though, it was put together by a yeah. kid. Like, it's not Bruce Wayne resources. <laughs> Which was interesting, because in the posters, it looks like... It looks like it's a Wayne Tech kind of armor, but then when you see it in the film, it looks clearly cobbled together by somebody with not a lot of money and or resources. So exactly. I, I I did think that was interesting, you know, looking at the poster and then looking at 
the actual costume in there. We're like, okay, it makes sense. This is what a Flash costume would look like for a brilliant kid that doesn't have a lot of money to put into. Although the the homeless Barry Allen was an interesting uh, interesting take on yeah. the character. Yeah. Speaking of homeless, that opening number of Everybody Knows. Oh my God. Was awesome. Yeah, it was. That was fantastic use of music. I love that cut of it. Yeah. And with the homeless man there with the sign in front that says "I tried," I'm like, oh. heart rip. Yep. <laughs> Man, that was so impressive. Because mm-hmm. I love that song anyway. That was a neat rendition. Yep. And I love Junkie XL's version of Come Together. That yeah. Does, that and, 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 and that does bookend the movie right there yeah. and tells you what's, yeah. tells you what's going to happen and then tells you what happened. So the, the, or not tells you what happened. It actually tells you what happened in both cases. And and the yeah. uses of the Elfman, Elfman Batman score oh, and the William God. Superman score. Everyone had their, their own callbacks to their old scores. That was that, fun. That was brilliance on Elfman's part because mm. Elfman, Danny Elfman scored the whole film and I felt a weird warmth in my chest when I heard that Batman resurrected from the movie when Batman's on the screen you're like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I was like what and then of course the the Superman thing theme theme getting worked in and I guess he he specifically asked John Williams for permission to use that, and he was granted it. And um, also being able to work in Wonder Woman's mm-hmm. um, very Amazonian, uh, almost theme, very yeah. tribal jungle style theme in there. One but of my favorites. Uh, like that one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, hearing the original Elfman Batman and the Williams Superman in there was pretty heartwarming. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I think the best compliment I can give this movie is when it was over. I was. My first thought was, I can't wait to see more movies in this universe. Yeah, right. me too. And yeah, and as much as I, I like Man of Steel a lot, still, and Batman v Superman, like I said, it's okay. This is the first time after one of these movies, I'm like, I want more. Right. And I want to see movies without the big two or the big three, even although I want to well, see another Wonder Woman. The movie, next one's I, Aquaman. Yeah, so I want to see that one. It's on its way. Yeah, but uh, who knows if DC will do any changes because of you know. The perceived numbers, as it were. Oh my God! I forgot uh, about that. Mira, your, they're to use Mira. Stick with it. I'm sorry. The Mira. Mira. Um, uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Right. Aquaman. Yeah. Yes. Just little hints of Aqua Time. Yeah. Anything else to bring up regarding Justice League, gentlemen? Go see it. It's worth seeing in yeah, the it's theaters. Definitely worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. And you're right in the theaters for sure. And it, it's not in 3D, right? It's only no. so yeah. So you don't even have to worry about. Other than like Dolby Atmos versus THX or whatever, yeah. but yeah, definitely go see it in the theater. It's a it's a big screen epic that needs to be seen on a big screen. Yeah, it's fun. And when was the last time you had Batman and Superman on screen? Said how that's fun. So mm-hmm. exactly. Nineteen seventy. <laughs> Don't go there. And what's your strip club? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. <laughs> And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check dandy. Center stage, Maple Leaf Matt. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next week in Geek. That's the strip club, guys. The Geek Shock Strip Club. Syrupy. Yeah. (laughs) Commander K up there and his whitey tidies. (laughs) (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny the whitey tidies. (laughs) Well, now that you live with him. Mm.
<laughs> it's not like that. He, uh, roommate secrets. It's man. not that he can neither. He can neither. It's he refuses to confirm or deny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was Shahrazad that big a stretch? Is Shahrazad that uh, obscure uh, reference? I guess it is. Okay, never mind. <laughs> d- d- depends how much you you love the you know, right. Arabian mm-hmm. Nights. All right. I was just uh, kind of surprised when you pulled that out. I was like, "Wow, you really went there." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, That's handy I, for you. Well, I, I, I does, doesn't surprise Kay at all. He's just like, "Yeah, That's, he does that stuff around me all the time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but usually I know it's obscure. That one, I was, I was just common reference. Everybody knows. But, yeah. Well, I, that that and it was a patented Andy making the tenuous of connections because <laughs> I didn't quite see it as Scheherazade like what Todd was describing, but <laughs> more, more I don't know, like reverse so, Ebenezer Scrooge. So wow. so just like in real life, agree to disagree with Andy. Oh, yes. Uh, always. Because that's how it goes. Yes, always. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that's how it goes.